Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Joseph Baker and welcome to our analysis on Gridiron. Today I am joined by Michael Fram, who will be my wonderful co-host today as we break down what really went down during this year of football between the Patriots and Rams. Before we get into the nitty gritty of Super Bowl 53, let's get a breakdown of each team's season and what led them up to this point. So Joe, you say that you're more of an AFL fan than NFL fan, right? Oh yeah, I'm a diehard AFL fan. I love that division. Okay, can you give the audience a breakdown on the Patriots season since you're more familiar with the AFL than I am? Oh yeah, sure. Um, the thing that stood out to me the most compared to other AFC divisions was the AFC East, but most importantly, it was the Patriots. Okay, well the Patriots led the division going 11-5, and whereas the Dolphins, Bills, and Jets couldn't even break a 500 win percentage. Now, that isn't to say that these teams didn't give the Patriots a run for their money earlier in the season, with at one point the Dolphins being contention with them into the halfway point in Week 8. But the Patriots were 6-2, and two, and the close behind them were the Dolphins at 4-4. Four and four. But this competition unfortunately did not last as long as the Dolphins had hoped, and the Patriots blew ahead of the competition. And at this point, the Patriots never looked back, and also never fell into second place in the AFC East after Week 5. The Patriots later went on to win their division for the 10th year in a row. That is absolutely insane, Mike. And now since I know more about the NFL, I'll give a brief rundown of the Rams season. So overall, the Rams had a stellar season. They finished with a record of 13-3. and That's a win percentage of .813%. During the first half of their regular season, the Rams were an outstanding 8-0 and going into Week 9. Unfortunately, losing to the Saints 35-45, and but that isn't to say that they didn't uh, put up some outstanding numbers. Likewise, the Patriots, the Rams did not have much competition to their division as well. In the second half of the season, more specifically weeks 9-16, to 16, the Rams went 5-3, and three, overall 13-3. and three. Seahawks bounced back from a 4-4 to four record in the first eight weeks with the finished second half record of 6-2, and two, overall 10-6. and six. Thus meaning that the Rams would go on to win their division as well as to get a buy in their playoffs. Okay, okay, that's enough about each team's season. Let's talk about what the people actually came here to listen to, that being the playoffs. As just mentioned, both teams went on to win their divisions, leaving them both with first round buys, meaning they did not have to play in the wild card round and instead played in the divisional round. That's huge. The Rams had a narrow victory over the Cowboys in the divisional round with a win of 30-22. to And the Patriots stomped the Chargers 41-28. to However, compared to previous years, we got to see some powerhouses duke it out this year in the championship round, which was pretty fun. Making it any man's game. This game had one extremely controversial call that rang out through, the New, or New, which rang out through New Orleans, which happened to be a non-call pass interference with number 23, Nickel Robbie Coleman slamming number 11 Tom Lee Lewis as he went on for a pass, causing him to miss and forcing the Saints to kick a field goal, giving them a 23-20 lead over the Rams with a minute 41 left to go in the fourth quarter. But with 19 seconds left, the Rams kicked a 48-yard field goal to tie it up in regulation and went on to win 26-23 in overtime. Absolutely devastating Drew Brees in the, in the Saints organization. All right, all right. Let's talk about the Patriots. So the Patriots, on the other hand, they faced a menacing uh, Patrick Mahomes and Chiefs organization where the Patriots were believed to be the underdogs and also were pinned to lose this game. 
But this time and time again, Tom Brady shows himself to be no newcomer to doubt and hardships and face his feet head on. With a shocking first half, the Patriots led 14-0 at Arrowhead on the road no less. But going into the third quarter, the Chiefs offense began to come alive and showed why they didn't do, why they deserved to be there in the first place. They outscored the Patriots 31 to 17, forcing the game to go into overtime. But with the lost coin toss, Brady once again showcased his veteran ability to stay calm under pressure, scoring his first overtime drive and leading the Patriots to a 37-31 win, silencing Arrowhead Stadium and this final blow. Even though it wasn't the most entertaining Super Bowl to watch, unless you favor offense more over defense, but man, it had a lot of record-shattering plays. Now let's get into a bit more depth. Okay, the first record that was shattered in Super Bowl 53 was that it was the lowest-scoring Super Bowl 13-3 Patriots win over the Rams. Uh, before the 2019 Super Bowl, Super Bowl Seven held this record with the lowest-scoring championship game in NFL history. It was the uh, Miami Dolphins beat the Washington Redskins with a score of just 14-7 in 1973. Um, let's see, the Patriots here, they tied the franchise Super Bowl wearing record of Steelers at six rings. The Steelers achieved their sixth ring back in 2009 against the Arizona Cardinals, winning 27-23. The Steelers did have a chance at their seventh ring in 2011, but came up short against the Green Bay Packers, losing 25-31. to The third record that was broken in Super Bowl 53 was that Tom Brady won his sixth ring, breaking the single NFL athlete achievement record of five rings, which was previously held and owned by none other than Tom Brady, which was established in 2017 where he mounted a Super Bowl record, a record-breaking comeback against the Atlanta Falcons. With the fourth record, the Rams never scored a touchdown in four quarters, but not only that, they didn't even reach the red zone, meaning that they didn't even have a single snap within the Patriots' 10-yard line. Also, the Rams were the first team to punt consecutively on their first seven possessions and also set the record for the most punts in the Super Bowl of eight. Fifth on this list, uh, punter John Johnny Hecker kicked a fifty or sixty-five yard punt. This was the longest in Super Bowl history, previously held by Ryan Allen of the New England Patriots, with sixty-four yards back in Super Bowl forty-nine. Also, uh, Rob Gronkowski became the all-time leader in receptions by a tight end in Super Bowl history. Terrell Owens set the previous NFL record in two thousand as a member of San Francisco Forty ers when he caught twenty passes against the Chicago Bears. And finally, with our last record, it was Bill Belichick was the oldest coach to win a Super Bowl at just 66 years old, while Tom Brady was the also the oldest quarterback to win a Super Bowl at 41. Sean McVay of the Rams was the youngest coach to appear in Super Bowl at just 33 years old, and Tom Brady and Bill Belichick had their ninth Super Bowl appearance. Insane. All right, let's take a brief break here and talk about our book, Football Ones to Remember. Mike? Alright, so this book offers the history of all teams in the NFL, which includes records, previous Super Bowl wins, coaches, superstar players, and a lot more. I'm not going to spoil anything else, so go ahead go and head over to our website. The link will be in the description. Go check it out. Thanks, guys. Thanks for supporting. Okay, I think that about wraps it up for uh, records. Now that we're done with that, let's get back onto our final topic in which we will talk about the individual role models of each team. Okay, now that that's all out of the way, let's talk about some game changers that helped lead these two teams to the placement that they had this year of football. I think we all know who the two big faces of the NFL are right now, and if you haven't guessed it, 
I'm talking about the Brady-Belichuk combo. This combo dates back to 2001, and since then, they have appeared in 9 of the last 18 Super Bowls since they've been together. That's 50%. The record here is nothing to scoff at either. Being 6-3 and three of these 9 Super Bowl appearances, they really know how to run an offense. Yeah, and I mean, Tom Brady, oh man, he's literally the GOAT of the NFL. In, the, in his career involving the 2018 season, he had a total of 267 with an unbelievable overall record of 260 with a passing completion rate of 64%. Also in his career, he totaled for 517 passing touchdowns, which he holds a strong third place standing behind Peyton Manning, who has 537 passing touchdowns, and Drew Brees, who has 520. Brady is a 14 times Pro Bowl returner, a three times MVP, Three times All-Pro, and most importantly, an outstanding six-time Super Bowl champion. Even though these two are the face of the NFL at the moment, there's no dispute against that. But let's take a second and appreciate all Sean McVay has done in just his second year as head coach. Two, just two years ago, Jeff Fisher was the head coach of the Rams organization. And uh, let's be honest here, it was a rough year for them. The Rams went 4-12 and under Fisher in 2016, before getting fired and replaced by Sean McVay. In both of his years as head coach, he has taken his team from that of a second-thought team to divisional leaders. In 2017, he, he led the Rams to 11-5, winning their division. And again in 2018, he led his team to 13-3, uh, a 13-3 season, and also led them to the Super Bowl. Now, if that isn't a hell of an upgrade in coaching staff, then I don't know what is. I'm excited to see what Vic McVay has in store for us in the coming 2019 season, because you best believe he's out for revenge. Okay, well, I think we're about done here. Uh, that about sums it up for today's episode of Gridiron. Thank you for listening, and a special thanks to our audience for tuning in with us today. Don't forget to join us next week, where we'll be talking about major team changes, and also Tom Brady will be joining us. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and iTunes, so you don't miss out on a single episode. Plus, if you have time, check out our book. It talks about all 32 teams and their history. It's almost sold out, so hurry up. And go check it out on SuperBowlSales.com. Thank you, guys.